Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown, Shaped by Brown. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to my health and fitness podcast. Today, I have an amazing guest that I'm bringing on on this episode called Heart to Heart. But before I bring him on, please head over to my website, www.sherellbrown.com. Check out some of the goodies I have there. Also, you'll see I've been in the fitness industry for over 21 years with a degree in exercise science and emphasis in kinesiology and biomechanics. So also head over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and other platforms and listen to previously recorded episodes of my podcast. You'll find some great guests and some great information on fitness, health, and nutrition. All right, now get into today's episode. I have an amazing guest that is on today with us who has an incredible story. I mean, this story, the world should know about this story. It's amazing. So my guest, without further ado, is a 6'6", former professional basketball player who was sidelined due to a rare heart condition. However, his passion of singing and producing R&B music kicked in and he has a new album out and which we will discuss a little later on in the show. I would like to welcome Craig Eckhart. Hello, 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 hello. Hey, 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 what's up, my man? How you doing? Man, doing good, doing good. How's everything going with you? Everything is good. Everything is good. Slow motion. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I, man, we have a lot to discuss in a little bit of time and so i want to dive into a bunch of questions i have for you okay all right all right so you are from the same home state that i'm from yes sir but you were born on the other side of the state so let us know where you were born and raised and how your childhood was growing up well, I was raised in Inkster, Michigan, a city right outside of uh, right outside of Detroit. My childhood was really cool. I had a whole got older sister, older brother, older sister, younger brother. Both my parents, you know, so it was um very uh, <clears throat> fun growing up being the middle child. <laughs> oh yeah. But um, but we I come from a very uh, loving family though, so it, it made everything good. Oh, that's a blessing, yeah. definitely. That's good. So you being an athlete, when did that really kick in that you were a good basketball player? Um, my sophomore, summer summer year going into my junior year, that's when I was like, you know, you can play. You know, I was privy to be uh, playing in some type of, uh, I used to play in these like summer pro, uh, league pro-ams down in St. Cecilia. Oh, okay. Detroit. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, we, we, being down there playing in those, man, it, it, I mean, if you can't play, I mean, you you will be able to if you play down there long enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Definitely. Now, you were in 10th grade. You were how tall? Oh, yeah. In the 10th grade, I was about 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, and then um, going to the, like, somewhere around late May and going all the way up until about July, August, I started growing and I got up to about, so six, six, three before my junior year started. Wow. And um, so once I get added the height onto the passion, it was a wrap, you know? So that's when um, 
basketball became my primary at first it was music but when I grew up when I grew all those inches I was you know kind of wanted to do the basketball thing <laughs> oh okay okay so your passion shifted yes ah, I got you so music wise music and basketball your two passions growing yeah. up so when did you know that you were gonna be a good musician or you could sing or play a good instrument um i kind of knew because i would be you know singing with headphones on on the bus going to school and the guys would just stare and the girls would ask me to sing again so you know i didn't mind what the guy said but i knew when the girls were saying something <laughs> it made sense <laughs> i was like okay if they say i could sing a little bit you know and that means i could do this and then yeah. you know being a church kid you know singing in the choir for many many years and and just understanding music and loving music, you know. So that's pretty much where, you know, I understood and knew that I had something going. And then my mother, she's very, uh, let's say, she's very truthful, you know. She, she'll tell you the truth. So when she heard me singing one day and was like, CJ, you can sing. I was like, okay, then that, then this is the truth. Because she would tell you if you were trash, real quick. <laughs> Mom, did not <laughs> sorry. All right. Yeah. Well, good, good. So you have basketball and singing and so after high school you were recruited to colleges across the country yes um out of high school uh, my first commitment i was supposed to go to uh pittsburgh didn't go to pittsburgh due to some um sat uh late and um the scholarship was gone and then i ended up going to tennessee state and um leaving there um, going to Owens Community College in, in Ohio, which was a great experience for me. And then playing basketball there, did really well there. And then um, I became like one of the top 50 players in the country um, coming out of junior college. And then when I went to, after that, I went to Eastern Michigan. And um, Eastern Michigan was a, um, was a was a roller coaster ride for me, but you know, I was determined to make it a good experience and it was, and it turned out to be that way. Wow, okay. Eastern Michigan. You guys played against my college, Western Michigan. Yeah, man, the doggone Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> I gave y'all some problems, man, a few times. <laughs> I, I definitely believe that. For sure. I definitely believe that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So playing college basketball, did you have any health issues that you knew of? Um. Yeah. I kind of, you know. I kind of went into the whole basketball thing, you know, knowing that I had something wrong with me, you know, with my, and particularly with my heart, because you know, my, my junior year going into my senior year, they wanted me to wear a heart monitor because I had weird palpitations. Oh. And I would always get, you know, certain types of uh, breathing issues, but it, it never stayed for too long. So I, you know, at one time it was like, oh, you got asthma or something like that, but it, it wasn't asthma. It was my heart you know talking you know talking to me right you know but you know when you're young and you know you feel like you can power through things you you kind of just not listen so you know when i was in college playing basketball you know um it would uh it would show up here and there you know but in, in the college i was able to pace myself yeah. but when you come to playing professional basketball you pace yourself you don't play right so exactly. when um going to tryouts and all over the country and then trying to you know pass some of these physicals I could never pass a, a NBA physical one and then um you know a lot of coaches you know they like the way that I played but they just 
nobody really wanted to take a chance, you know, knowing that I had some cardio, uh, cardiac issues. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> that coaches would, uh, or colleges or professionals would definitely uh, oh, yeah. have an issue with as uh, your stock will kind of drop even though you're a good player. Mm-hmm. And I, but I still consider myself super blessed because um, guys like Hank Gathers, Reggie Lewis, and, you know, guys that I seen fall that had the same issues that I had, you know, and I was able to at least make it to college. And then, you know, they caught it while I was in my 30s. But at least, you know, I was able to go to school and have an experience and, you know, that. And and I think the heart, the heart, uh, my, my heart did a good job, you know. Yeah. It did all it could. Yeah, most definitely. What a blessing. I mean, it, it could have ended up in um, death and, and, and at yeah. age on the court. Right, you were able to sustain that. So, when did you realize after college? What what was the last step? So, not passing the physical was that the item that said, "Okay, enough is enough." No, that still wasn't it. So, I caught myself getting away, and um, I came to California to visit my brother. And um, while I was out here visiting, I stayed longer than what I wanted to. And then um, I came back, I went home and came back and then I started playing in the ABA. And I just noticed that I couldn't, I would have to breathe a certain way to, to for me to sustain. And it was just too taxing on my body. So I just said, you know, I'm gonna step away from basketball. Just thinking that I didn't, you know, completely not thinking about the heart stuff, but you know, I just, just tried to do something different, you know, and that wasn't as strenuous. Right. Okay, so basketball's done. So from there, then you just jumped into music. Yeah, I, um, along the way with um, basketball, I was always, you know, I stayed in music. I was always writing, um, messing with the uh, uh, piano when we were on, you know, away games and ah, wherever okay. we went. Keeping us sharp. Uh, yeah, so I, I always stayed in tune with music. It um, it took for me to get a good heartbreak for me to actually go ahead and start singing. But um, I had always been connected with music. So when I came to L.A. the first time, I had a few songs on the radio in Michigan already. And um, when I came here, I just tried to, you know, see if I could, you know, navigate out here the same way that I did out there. And the first few years I got here, I did pretty well. And then, you know, I hit a, I hit that um, that invisible that invisible ceiling for entertainers. <clears throat> <laughs> yes, Hollywood. Yeah, you already know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So having songs on the radio, you're building up a fan base. So you wanted to tra- you wanted to transfer that out to here to California. And so how's your health and your music? How did both of those really <clears throat> Well, my health at the time, you know, it was up. It, it was. I was always in decent shape. I was, you know, it, I it never looked like I was just completely out of shape. But um, I was, I was all right. You know, everything was good. But I, I did understand early, you know, that you know, if you're not healthy, you can't do what you want to do. You know what I mean? So yes, exactly. That was the main challenge. But I tried to, you know, play He Man or Superman, and for years, and that like nothing was wrong with me. And then it, it took, it got to the point where I just couldn't make excuses i was like man i'm not doing good you know <laughs> so i so i music went on i music i completely stopped 
in 2012, we had a band, you know, a band we were doing a Hollywood circus and stuff like that. I completely just stepped away from it because I, I couldn't um, withstand sunlight. I couldn't go into, I couldn't go anywhere. I just, you know, oh, wow. started getting weak. Yeah. So your health started deteriorating in 2012. Then how did you, in 2013, what happened? Um, 2013, uh, I was diagnosed with uh, a rare muscle uh, autoimmune disease called dermatomyositis. And um, so that year I got you know, d- diagnosed with that. But throughout that year, I started dealing with carpal tunnel in both of my hands. I ended up having TMJ, which locked my jaw to the point where I could only stick like a spoon, the tip of a spoon in it. So I was drinking, you know, eating soup, applesauce, cottage cheese, everything like that. And um, and then from there, it just progressively got worse. Wow. Wow. So the layman's terms, the myositis, can you explain what, you know, normally your heart is the size of your fist that we would all mm-hmm. like to have a, a representation but mm-hmm. what was the size of your heart um my heart was four times the size of a normal heart and um so with that being said the heart was suffocating the other organs and um, causing me to retain fluid in my stomach and everywhere else so i would um you know i had problems breathing and everybody thought i needed to go see a you know, doctor about, you know, sleep apnea or something like that, but they didn't know at night I couldn't lay on my back. I was literally sitting on the edge of the bed on my knees, leaning on the bed, trying to sleep that way. Oh, wow. Because I couldn't lay down because I felt like I was choking. Wow. Wow. And four times the size of a normal heart. Yeah, it was bad. Wow. And that's not a hereditary condition. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that was that was me hitting uh, the heart lottery, as I say. <laughs> wow, <clears throat> amazing. Well, from there, then I suppose you needed to have a heart transplant. So from there, what happened was um, I had a whole bunch of different procedures. I had uh, ablations. I had a uh, I had a what is it um, a pacemaker put in a defibrillator um, and that thing went off a few times you know it, it, you know, and it got to the point where my heart was just it was just bad you know so and then from there I was you know I was at Torrance Memorial and then I get you know moved over to UCLA and then that's when they put me on this thing called a bypass and it's what they would call a bridge to transplant so that pumped my heart for me I had a machine pump my heart for me until I was able to get a heart transplant oh, wow so that did all the work until you were able to get get on that list. Yeah, it, it actually um, the crazy crazy how how things work, man. Um, the reason why I was able to get on the list and stay on the list was because at one time the machine started to fail. Oh, gee. Yeah. So it, you know, and I'm already you know, uh, you know, I was super thin. I got down to like 151 pounds, and um. It was, it was, you know, pretty bad, you know, and everybody was worried and concerned. And, and wow. luckily, you know, we had two hearts that came in and they had, you know, turned them down because one of them had an infection on one side and one of them is just, was, uh, they just said it just wasn't a good one. And then they ended up giving me, you know, giving me a good one. Yeah. Oh, it's a blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the heart transplant took place. 
So after that, probably your entire body, you had to really start almost start over. So I know everything atrophied, your muscles atrophied. Yeah. All that and see, starting over, how was that? Um, mentally scary, physically painful. Um, because you know, I, I played I mean so long with a bad heart and knowing how bad my heart was, you know, and then at one time I was so scared to push my heart. So now you get this transplant and they're like, okay, you know, you need to do these things. And, uh, you know, the mental, the mental part of it, you know, I was so scared to, you know, try to do things, but that I quickly got through that fast. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Now, me being in the fitness world, I'm always helping different clients to strengthen their heart, to strengthen their body. And I always talk about how to strengthen their heart, the cardiovascular system, and improve circulation, um, increase endurance, lower your blood pressure, reduce stress, uh, improve muscle tone and strength and flexibility. Who <clears throat> were not out of shape coming into this entire ordeal? No, not at all. As a matter of fact, um, the year before that 2012 year when um when um things started to you know get a little weird i had gotten in some of the best shape that i had been in a long time wow that is amazing yeah that is like you say it's the lottery the heart lottery is mm -hmm. like that i'm not for sure the odds but i'm sure it's in the millions and, and you were the one that received that that bad heart yeah wow well it's a blessing to be able to be talking to you and then i love your story from being an athlete and being a musician and persevering through this entire situation and having faith and just the fight to keep going i saw your story on facebook and then on the uh, internet so it just intrigued me and i wanted to have you on and uh, I'm glad you were able to explain your story and uh, give the world this story. Um, is there anything else you would like to tell people in regards to how to take care of their heart and stay healthy? Um, the best, the best way that I would tell people is, and it's something that I tell people all the time is, keep walking, keep moving, because movement is life. Um, you need to move, you know what I mean? You know, don't don't just sit there and waste away. You know, get out there, move. If you can't run, walk, you know what I mean? If you can't lift weights, at least lift your arms, do something. I like uh, that thing. You said movement is life. Yeah, movement is life. If it doesn't move, it's dead. That is amazing. I am going to keep that quote and put that <laughs> out there. And before I let you go, I have a uh, question in regards to music where can we find your music oh yeah you can find the music on all social media music platforms from spotify to to amazon to title itunes and just type in soul searching that name of the album is called soul searching and that's from cj that's s-e-e-j-a-i and uh if you want to find me on instagram is cj.music or cj3000 
and uh, Twitter is CJ3000. All this, I'm the only one out there to spell my name like that. So S E E J A I. You can't miss it. You can find everything right there. Wow. I also have a website, I have a website too. I mean, I, I can't forget about the website. The website is uh, www.cjmusic.com. And you can, that's one scoop right there. You can find everything right there. Oh, man. Perfect, perfect, yeah. perfect. Well, I listened to a few of your songs already. And wow, they are on my playlist already. Thank you. <laughs> you guys, go out and buy his album. Support my guy. And um, make sure you take care of your heart. Yeah. And you only have one. And as CJ said, movement is life. So yes. Moving. yes, 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 yes. And also one more thing. I have a foundation called Heartfelt Foundation and um, which we try to help people dealing with a few financial hardships, pay some bills. And um, I also have that on official heartfelt IG is uh, at official heartfelt Instagram on uh, that same on Twitter and Facebook. So you can look it up, check it out. We got pictures on there from some events that we've had. And, and that's what I'm doing, mentoring and helping people. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. You guys go check out the foundation. Go check out his music. And if you have any questions, you can email me and get with me on all my social media outlets. So this is a wrap for this week's episode. And again, take care of yourself. Take care of your body. And I'll see you next week. All righty. <laughs>